Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Happy Tuesday! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, and every day we start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are doing everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is still on vacation. Holly Roberts has been filling in. And with no further ado, this is your three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Oh, the first thing that we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today is something spectacular and totally amazing. Yesterday was the Boston Marathon. We were busy uh, doing, you know, this thing and talking about the name of the new Kardashian baby. And sitting on our butts whilst doing so. (laughs) Correct. Eating foods uh, while people were running 26.2 miles. But what was so spectacular and monumentous is, is that a word? We just made it up. Sure. Is that uh, the first American woman won the Boston Marathon in 33 years Whoop yesterday? Up! Her name is Desiree Linden, and here she is talking about that experience of running 26.2 miles faster. Than everybody else. I feel like I was bargaining with myself quite a bit out there, but um, when you take a 26.2 mile race and you think about what you have left instead of where you're at, uh, I can do those things to your mind. So it's just a shift in mindset. Let's focus on right now, this mile, this moment. Um, and as I kept progressing and moving ahead, I was like, well, there's there's no reason I got to get back anyhow. I was running totally afraid the entire time. I've uh, been in a sprint finish on Boylston and lost in a kick, so I didn't want to leave it to that. It was just grinding away, and so right on Hereford, left on Boylston, somewhere in there, I was like, oh my, I might actually win the Boston Marathon, Um, and I still ran in fear all the way to the line. (laughs) This is my dream scenario. I know, I'm a little twisted, but... um, the conditions play a huge factor on people, obviously, and I was experiencing it myself, but you got to just dig in and get the job done. And uh, the course, the conditions, I loved it all. So you hear her talking about the conditions, and I think that that's really important to understand what was going on with the weather in Boston yesterday. It was, it was cold. Yeah. For, it was raining. For most people, that would not be considered a great scenario to run in, but mm-hmm. she said for her that feels like a sweet spot for her. Um, Again, just to give you an idea of what she ran through, uh, heavy rain, high winds, temperatures near freezing, uh, and she ran 26.2 miles in that type of weather and was able to emerge victorious. That sounds like a regular day for a woman. 
Right there you go. Yes. That's the thing. She was like, I'm familiar with these feelings. Yeah. So should we all congratulate ourselves <laughs> yes, we should. for we being should. alive yes. today? Thank you. Yes. Also, thank you, Desiree, for giving us this opportunity to c- congratulate ourselves. Yay. Yay. Anyway, congratulations to her. Seriously, like amazing. And um, I probably will be consuming just about everything she says for the next five to ten days. Cool. Mm-hmm. And now, number two. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Well, we just got done congratulating Desiree, and we just got done congratulating ourselves. However, I ask that you hold all applause for Rachel Platten until after we listen to her sing the national anthem. Now, before we play, I want to set this up. Rachel Platten, she was singing the national anthem at a National Women's Soccer League game in Utah. And, well, according to Rachel... Her mind just wasn't cooperating, and I think that's an accurate assessment. Let's listen to Rachel Platten, of course, famous for This Is My Fat Song. Yes. Sing the national anthem. So there was and Rachel Platten trying to sing the national anthem. Now it seemed the third time was a charm for her. Yeah. And also the entire stadium was helping her by singing along. That's, I think, the thing I like the best is, you know, I love, I cry at the national anthem at every sporting event. True story. Sit with that for a minute. But um, but I do notice that sometimes there are like, you know, a smattering of voices around you, maybe singing along. But most many people will just stand there with their hand over their heart and mm-hmm. sort of allow the the, allow the person you who's, to lift yeah, them up. Exactly. But this one, um, she clearly needed the assistance. She and the tried camaraderie. twice. Failure to launch. Poor Rachel Platten. She said about flubbing the national Aww. anthem. She said, I feel really embarrassed, honestly. I'm having a hard time forgiving myself, but I'm Aww. working on it. She said it was incredibly, incredibly embarrassing. And she said she's tried to retrace the steps of what happened. It's just been hanging over me. Now, Rachel, Aww. we absolve you here of oh, any yes. kind of shame that you feel for flubbing it because singing the national anthem i feel like it's its own source of torture for anyone who attempts to sing it out in public i look at you exhibit a fergie yeah our girl ruined that song she but, ruined that song but the other thing is i think everybody can relate to at some point in their lives doing something where they should know exactly what comes next because you've done it three trillion times yep and then you hit that brain fart and it just like will not resolve itself have you ever had that happen i did it in a piano recital when i was like seven i could remember the first couple bars of the song oh yeah and then it was just like blank and i just sat there at the piano for 15 minutes (laughs) and blessed the crowd for waiting through it i just could not get past that one spot i I had a brain fart at the same age i was the lead in the kindergarten play 
millions of hats or hats, huh? something like See, that. there's the brain fart. There's the brain fart. <laughs> Anyways, I was supposed to be the lead in this kindergarten thing. I cried so hard on stage because I couldn't remember a single line. So the teachers off to the side fed me the line. Yeah. So Rachel, what we're saying is that we empathize with you and it's okay. Everybody brain farts. It's just a bummer when it's during the national yeah. anthem. And when, when you're an adult, we were kids. Right. We had true. The brain farts. True. Yeah. Also, uh, lesson learned, always carry a cue card. Just Generally speaking in life, always have a cue card so you can fall back on it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll work on that. Yeah. Just, I know it's, it seems like an undertaking, but you know, whatever. <laughs> number three. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay. You guys, this is, I just need you all to listen to this with, with all of your ears. Ears open. <sighs> this, eyes open. Thank you. This is um, some audio from a 2001 interview with Destiny's Child. This was 17 years ago. And this has gone viral because as you're listening to the three members of Destiny's Child speak, you may hear they're struggling a little bit, leading many to believe that perhaps they were under the influence of some sort of a smokable substance. Mm-hmm. Listen to this and just be open to that. Of course, you could be an animal for one day. What would you pick? An animal? Oh, that's hard. I know what I'd be. A whale. Why? I love whales. <laughs> I love whales since I was a little girl. She wants to touch one one day. I think I would be a bird. Why? Because... They can fly. <laughs> Not only can they fly, but they can travel all over the world. You know what I'm saying? I would like to be a black panther. Ooh. <laughs> Why is that, Michelle? Because she's sexy. So I can She's a black cat. Through the wilderness. And I like when they walk. They step better than I do. They step Graceful. with a stride. And Lions full too. So when I walk out of here... I'm going to step like a Black Panther. I'm going to write a song for Michelle called Black Panther. And now we're waiting for that song, Beyonce. Uh, really we are you. waiting for that song. Now, Colleen, yes. you failed to mention some vital information about the audio that we just listened oh, well, to. Which, which part? Oh, the vital part being one. Back in 2001, when this was filmed, they were in the Netherlands. Aha. Aha. Yes. Thank yes. you. And also. Where that stuff is abundant. Yes. Where you can go into your local coffee shop yes. and partake in many of the marijuana arts. Mm-hmm. Also, I'd like to note that that interview was being conducted with an outlet called Toasted. Toasted. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to spell toasted for you. T O A Z. T-E-D. Toasted. Toasted. Uh, and it sounded like they were actually toasted mm-hmm. right there. I mean, am I right? I'm, it's And also, here's what can another put thing? the pieces of the puzzle right. together because, sure, we will never know exactly what right. was going on. Mm-hmm. But I love that video so much. It's pretty spectacular. I, I will also note that at that time, Beyonce had just started secretly dating Jay Z, and at another point in that uh, in that interview, she talks a little bit about the guy that she's into. Oh, um, but what I find so fascinating about that is we are used to Beyonce, who's untouchable, who's kind of um, she curates her, just above us. Yeah, and she curates her life. <laughs> yes, to the nth degree. I mean, she is the epitome of a curated superstar. So it's kind of strange to hear her being that uncurated. You know what I mean? Yes. That she's talking about how she, she wants, wants to, to be, be a whale. whale. 
Because she wants to touch one. Well, you know, I hope that she's had an opportunity to touch a whale. I, I hope her, that she, she could buy all the whales. She could buy all the whales. But she just wants to touch she one. She does touch one. Own it, and she needs to get writing that song. Black Panther. Black Panther. I'm waiting. Yes. And I'm I would waiting. just like to point out that we are but three days away from 420. And so the fact that this has just emerged is appropriate. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show uh, with Holly Roberts filling in for Bradley, I believe we do have Elizabeth Reese today, correct? Yes. She has brought all the dirt from Hollywood. She'll tell it to us after this with the Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese with the dirt. Hi, Hello. I can't believe Bradley isn't here on a day that I'm leading with Zach Efron news. Well, oh, you know what? Well, his loss. His He's sitting loss. by a pool somewhere. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Zach Efron supporting his brother Dylan at the Boston Marathon. Oh, oh. that's the story. That's Dylan sweet. Efron got a heartfelt welcome at the finish line of the marathon. His brother Zach and a friend awaited his arrival. Uh, Zach Efron took video of his brother fo- crossing the finish line and then shared it on Instagram and said, "What's the point of all the finish lines we cross in life if there's no one there to celebrate with?" Oh, isn't that nice? That's sweet. He said, I'm going to be at every finish line with you from here until forever, brother. Congrats. Well, that's just adorable and sweet. And Dylan's not too bad to look at either. He's 26. Yeah. No, they're, you know, they're, they're a good little, uh, bro relationship. They've always been very supportive of each other. He puts out workout videos on Instagram too. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) They all do those leg lifts. Yeah. They both enjoy (laughs) the fitness. Yeah. Sometimes I like to just like look into the life of what you guys are Googling when I bring up stories. Oh, right. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Dylan uh, Efron, by the way, finished with a time of two hours, 57 minutes and 50 seconds. Is that really good? I don't know. Well, it's times. OK. So generally speaking, so I, I, I just wanted to share this because this is kind of interesting. So, you know, the first American woman yes. has won for the first time in 33 years. Who is a good friend of Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fries. Knock it right off. He's I did not realize world. that. He was a professional marathoner. Oh, my God. Gosh, that's so, so cool. They lived together during like a, you know, whatever kind of marathon training thing or whatever in, um, I think it was in Detroit. I just happened to interview him yesterday and he was watching her win so before cool. he came to meet me and just crying tears of Aww. happiness. He was so proud. Wasn't that fun? That is so that cool. Is so lovely. her time was just shy of two hours and 40 minutes, oh. which is actually not in terms of the elite runners. It's not like. It, it's a decent time for most people. Okay. It's not necessarily like blowing your mind for elite runners. So what but, happened? Well, the weather was, was so bonkers mm-hmm. there. And so she was really running in what she called, um, what, what Desiree Linden called kind of her ideal dream scenario. Yeah. And she was, they ran through freezing rain. It was like awful and disgusting and cold and gross. And so what I would say is honestly, everybody who ran it wins. No kidding. I would say regardless of conditions, anyone who runs the Boston Marathon wins because you have to. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Qualify in order mm-hmm. to get into that thing. Which means you have to have run another marathon. Yes. All oh, yeah. of the above oh, sounds yeah. horrendous yeah. to me. In the same year. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not even like you can't. I don't think you can Ugh. defer your BQ. Can you? I don't think you can. I don't don't think so either. No. So like if you qualified in 2017, you can't like be like, I'll do it in 2019. You know, when I want to run baseball, I never want to run three hours straight. I mean, I, unless like there's a lot of tacos at the end, (laughs) even with a lot of tacos, Tacos, Colleen, I ran a half marathon once and there was no room for tacos Mm -hmm. after that. And Mm -hmm. you were just like, why did I do that? Yeah. I retired. Yeah. After that. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's what it takes. Yeah. Uh, Tamara Judge from Real Housewives of Orange County. Her husband underwent heart surgery. Mm. Oh. His fourth surgery in four months. She's not being super oh, specific, but at the beginning of this, um, they've been documenting his health struggles. We don't know the specific nature of his condition right now, but in December, she said that her husband would have an electrical cardioversion, which is a procedure used to return an abnormal heartbeat to a normal rhythm. Uh, two months later, he had to go undergo another procedure and then he just went one, you know, had one. And, you know, they're super into fitness. They own this gym together. And I do think I've been thinking about this so much with working out lately of like at some point there will be a time in my life when I will think all I want to do is get to work out and I don't get to. Yeah. It's helping to motivate me to actually work out. Mm-hmm. And for someone like him, he said to her, all I want to do is ride my bike again. That's yeah. all I want to do. Like those little simple things that you definitely do take for granted when you have health on your side. You know, can I just say the other thing that I find? Um, I'm sorry, this is not entertainment news. This is like Colleen Lindstrom reacting to medical news. Deep thoughts during the journal. Do you not just every once in a while when you hear things like a cardioversion restores the heartbeat to a normal, aren't you like, gosh, that is crazy that, that they doctors can do that. can do that. Yes, I think that's With all the time. With electricity, that they can just be like, we'll make this beat normal again. I know. Oh. Science, it's an incredible thing. It really is, though. And every once in a while, I think you need to stop and recognize it. You and totally just be do. humbled by it. Like how lasers can make your skin yes. look better? How do they do that? I don't, as long as it happens. Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> no one got my insane clown posse joke. That's okay. No. Sorry. Okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Holly, just let that hang out there for a minute. <laughs> Uh, Nikki Bella apparently is the one who broke off her engagement to John Cena. Cena? Cena. Cena. Saying she doesn't need a pity husband. <gasps> Ooh. What? Wow. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. It doesn't sound either. good. I know. People Magazine is reporting, you know, they were together for six years and then he did this big proposal in the wrestling ring because they're wrestler people. Uh, this source saying he was making it abundantly clear that he was going into this gritting his teeth the whole way. That she is an amazing, talented, strong, one of a kind woman. And John acted more and more like he was doing her a favor by somehow conceding to go ahead and marry her. They've had a lot of struggles with whether or not they're going to have kids. She definitely wants to be a mother. She wants to have children. He does not. Then Mm. you need to walk your separate ways. You got to move on. You got to move on. You will never forgive that person from holding you back from that if that's what you really want. Mm -hmm. Right. If you don't want that, more power to you. Well, and vice versa. I mean, and the reverse is also true. If you force somebody else into or if, if for 
for whatever reason they concede to have, have a, a child that they never you. wanted to have. Ooh. That doesn't that doesn't usually turn out. I mean, sometimes people change their mind and yeah. realize, but but not always. Sometimes. And you can't really bank on that. Yeah, and you can't right? force somebody can't to force change it. their exactly. mind. That has to be a natural evolution of their thought process. Mm-hmm. Has to be natural to them and that they want to do. Now, interestingly enough, did these guys start their relationship as a publicity stunt because if they got engaged oh, I don't know. Good in the question. wrestling ring well that's what they're kind of her sources are kind of saying that he did this as a publicity stunt like yeah. he proposed to her that's, yeah. sort of as a publicity thing that mm-hmm. it was this huge very public way and that he knew that he would get a great response from doing it and so he decided to do it even though that's probably not what he and really wanted and then he wanted. actually realized oh wait there's a lot that goes into marrying another human being except for publicity's like sake like seeing them more than just once every few months because yeah. they were going for months at a time without seeing each other. Yeah, for There's the best. A, a spinoff of the show The Goldbergs picked up to series by ABC. Okay, that's the one that takes place in like in, the 80s? Yes. 90s. Oh, the, oh, the 90s? The Goldbergs in the, the 80s, 80s, so the spinoff's going to be in the 90s. Oh. Wow, it's kind of like that 70s show. Remember when they tried to do that 80s show? Didn't really work that out that terrible. well. That was terrible. That that didn't even make it a season, did it? it? This no. is untitled. It's untitled. It's going to be 1990-something, and it'll fo- follow some teachers. Rad. I'm already not watching it. So thanks. Good job. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese. That ended well. <laughs> Thank you for bringing all the dirt. You can catch Elizabeth Reese's next Dirt Alert at 520 and on Twin Cities Live at 3. We need a caller for a 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-106. Hey, we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show. We do it every day at 1230. It's called the 30-second pop culture challenge. We stream live at mytalk1071.com. We do everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts is in. Hi, hi, hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. We've got Ashley on the line. And Holly, what is Ashley playing for today? I believe that Ashley is playing for a Nutrisource fun pack. All right. Yeah. Hey, Ashley, are you ready to play the game? Maybe. Okay, yes, that you is are. A not Ashley? an okay answer because you're going to play it anyway. Say yes, Ashley. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Yes, okay. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Katherine Hudson is the real name of which singer? I don't know. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to skip? Skip. Who just won the Pulitzer Prize for his album Damn? Who is the voice of the donkey in the Shrek movies? Eddie Murphy. Ursula is the villain in what Disney movie? Little Mermaid. Billy Lord is the daughter of which celebrity? Skip. Who just... Nope. Catherine Hudson is the name of which singer? Uh... Um, Ashley, I'm sorry you didn't win today. You had some good ones, though. You you knew some of the some of the answers. Thank you so much for playing, and you can play again every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On my talk 1071. Okay, let's answer those questions. Yes, let's answer those questions. Catherine Hudson is the real name of which singer? Katy Perry. And Billy Lord is the daughter of which celebrity? Carrie Fisher. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. All right, now that we are done with that wonderful task, we move on to solve some mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in a segment called Blinded by the Item. 
Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a permanent A-plus list celebrity writer and creator. Excuse me. A-plus list. Yes, permanent A-plus list. And let's also just mention that Donna is here. Hi, Donna. Hi, guys. And she's going to help us uh, solve these. Yes, and you can play at home, too. You can play the home game. Okay. You can play the home game. So let's think of that celebrity writer creator. Okay. Okay. At a recent Comic Con, this permanent A plus list celebrity writer creator was basically signing an X in lieu of his name and also disappointing hundreds of fans by leaving early or not able to make it to his assigned time at all. The thing is, though, his handlers are trying to make as much cash from him as they can before he passes, so they keep trotting him out to these events. Aww. Oh, please don't say this is Stanley. Ding 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 ding. Yes, all signs point to Stanley. So I'll fill in the blank for you on this blind mm, item. This is a sad one. I know I wanted to get the sad one out of the way first, okay, thank you but for I'm that. delivering you this blind item nonetheless, regardless of its sadness. At a recent Comic Con, Stanley was basically signing an X in lieu of his name mm-hmm. and also disappointing hundreds of fans by leaving early or not able to make it to his assigned time at all. The thing is, though, his handlers are trying to make as much cash from him as possible before he passes away, so they keep trotting him out to these events. That is Rude, awful. Elder abuse. Yeah, seriously, yeah. that's terrible. Well, and there was a Hollywood Reporter article that was published late last le- week detailing elder abuse accusations against Stanley's daughter and some of his associates. Basically saying since Stanley's wife passed, they've been taking advantage of him. That is awful. I really yeah. hope that's not true. Well, I mean, I do too, but if that if if what we've just heard is anywhere near true. I mean, this Agreed. is great. It, it, honestly, it, we've heard too many stories like this where the people around a, a celebrity whose uh, health is starting to decline are taking advantage of them in, in awful and terrible ways. I'm looking at you, Prince von Anhalt. Yeah, and mm-hmm. remember Mickey Rooney when he passed away? Yes. yes. Big accusations of elder abuse. Yes. yes. It's just awful. It's okay. just awful. All right, let's move on. Yes, go to a happy place. Well, I don't know if this is a happy place or Happier. not, but we're definitely going to a place. Okay, let's, let's go, go to, to a place. Let's go to a place on crazydaysandnights.net. We have to think about a former A-list singer from a manufactured group turned reality judge. Okay. Okay. A former A-list singer in a manufactured group turned reality judge. Okay. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Aren't you like 50? Why are you here? Question asked in the desert this weekend to this former A-list singer in a manufactured group turned reality judge mainstay who really had no answer and just walked away and shortly thereafter walked out of the party. Oh, wow. Could this be Mel B? That's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's rude. That's awful. Also elder abuse. Okay. (laughs) Hold on a second. Now, I do just want to say, anytime we refer to the desert right now, what we're referring to specifically is Coachella. Yes. And there's a lot of these blind items that are coming out of Coachella. That is right. So let's fill in the blank here. Aren't you like 50? Why are you here? That was a question asked at Coachella this weekend to Mel B, who really had no answer and just walked away Mm. and shortly thereafter walked out of the party. You guys, she's having a rough time. Yeah. There's there's a lot of, you know, difficulty happening. That's true. She's going through her divorce. So let's just maybe, like, let's maybe not 
well, approach uh, approach Mel B and talk to her about her age and ask her why she's anywhere. Why don't we not do that to anybody? Well, I agree with you yeah, wholeheartedly. Exactly. Wholeheartedly. I think Shania Twain was getting some crap too. Oh, we talked about Coachella. Oh, we, we talked about that. But did you see her? Did you? Yeah. Okay, her, so she oh, break okay, it down. Wait, break out. Break it down. This was actually one of our blind items yesterday when you were not able to be with us. Okay, Donna. She like basically crashed that party and everybody oh, was like, no. what are you doing here? And did she not kind of look like she just strolled out of the dollar section at Target and was she like, looked a little marmish. Yeah. <laughs> like she just was like <laughs> yes. in her pink sweatshirt. Her and, like, pain, yeah. And also the blind item said that Shania Twain crashed the party at Coachella so that she could get selfies with the kids because, you know, they're popular and she wants to be, be popular relevant. with the young yeah. ones. Isn't that a sad story? I'm a little sad about that. I know. No, that's I know. I'm sad about that sweatshirt. Why? Okay. Is there any? I know. <laughs> Honestly. I've got another one. Oh, let's yes. do it. We have to think of an A-lister. An A-lister. Okay. A lot of A-listers today. Yes. None of that C-list stuff going mm-hmm. on here on our blind items from crazydaysandnights.net. Here is your blind item. When looking at this recent massive burglary of an A-lister, I would look to the person who reported the crime. There is some cash insecurity in her life. Um I'm trying did we we talked about this burglary, didn't we? I don't know if okay. we've talked about this burglary, but it was a big one. When looking at this recent massive burglary of an A-lister, I would look to the person who reported the crime. Yes, so this okay. was reported on um, recently. I know. I vaguely recall that we I talked about right, and there was a lot of jewelry stolen. Um, oh, dang it! And oh, it's going to make me crazy. Oh, wait. It, and it was here in the states. Yes, it was here in the states. Okay. I would say that $820,000 <gasps> worth of jewelry yes. was stolen oh, and another $20,000 in cash. A-lister. Uh, I know it's making me crazy, though, because we did talk about it. We touched on it briefly. Performer. And when we talked about it, we talked specifically about, you know, Bradley was talking about why do people keep that in their house? They should keep sure. it in safes. Yeah. You, off-site. You remind me uh-huh. of a certain story. Uh, I, is this how I remind you? Yes. Um. How do I... Oh my gosh, this is driving me nuts. You remind me, Colleen. I feel like I, I'm an, I have a block. I'm not going to get there unless you give me I some can't. I don't know. I need more. I need a little bit give more. Give an initial. An a, an, it's an A-lister actress or singer. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's not J-Lo, is it? No. no. It's, um, hold on, hold on. Come oh, on, man. you guys. Come on, you guys. Hold okay. on, this is driving me nuts. It's a guy, right? What? Yeah, it's Little John. No. No, little. it's another little. Shoot. Little yeah. Wayne, little yeah. Wayne. No, well, think of the song. I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh Usher. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's Usher. Ding, ding, ding. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. That's I right. That. I was dropping the hints. I know. Okay. Okay. Let okay, me fill so in Usher. the blanks for you. It was Usher. All right. So here's your blind item. When looking at this recent massive burglary of Usher, I would look to the person who reported the crime. There is some cash insecurity in her life. Now, okay, the but then who's the her? Reporting the crime, oh. his estranged wife, Grace Miguel, reported the incident to the Los Angeles Police Department. As per the police report, Miguel went to the authorities after being notified by her housekeeper who told her what had happened on March 29th. Okay, yes. Now this, again, it all comes comes together because I do recall that. And... That is interesting. So the uh-huh. ex, the soon to, is she's an ex or is she, they're she is on their way. They're okay. on their way to Splitsville. Okay. I wonder why. 
Did you want to oh. say that a louder no. for Sorry, the whole class? I wonder Donna? why. I mean, <laughs> do you want to elaborate a little bit? Cheating up the wazoo, and by wazoo, I think you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, there was the whole <laughs> STD thing. thing. Yes. yes, the whole herpes thing. Yeah, he got kind of lest I forget. Yeah, never forget. Never for it. It, it well, will remind you. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Interesting. Okay, All right, that was fun. All right, thank you. Oh thank you for showing Thanks, up, Donna. I Donna. Want more. Hey, Donna. Before you leave, um, I just want to ask you a question. I'm listening. This is a question we asked yesterday on the show, and I can't drop it because we've had multiple conversations ever since about this question. Okay. Are you more afraid of magicians or clowns? Which one? scares you more magicians are pretty scary i have to say they're creepy they make me think that they're up to something they're they're, (laughs) i feel like i think david copperfield i think of like the 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 collar up and the perviness and they're always trying to pull one over on you david copperfield yes okay that i feel like you really thought that all the way through i want to congratulate you i want you to know they are what they are they're like also congratulating you because you agree you agree with me her logic. Okay, so the, see, the conversation is alive and well and you may Yay. have it with many, many people. I've had it with a couple people uh, and we just need to revisit it. Let me I ask think. you this. Yes. Magicians or mimes? Oh. Creepier. Mm. Okay, we're going to sit with that during the break. Okay, good. We'll get to our answers <laughs> after this. Magicians just are creepy though. We know that. Agreed. After this, on my talk 1071. Alright, we asked the question yesterday, but I was not satisfied with... How people didn't think it all the way through. The question is, what's scarier, a magician or a clown? That is the question on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, he's on vacation. Holly Roberts is filling in. We spent a whole segment yesterday dissecting this question, Colleen. It was our daily snap judgment. I know. What's scarier, magicians or clowns? And I got, I was not satisfied with people, the majority of people said clown. I just felt like they were giving the stock answer. And I wanted you to know, I just wanted to give you a follow-up, that I've continued to bring this question to the masses uh, in the best... Nope, I just actually talked to a few people in the office, but I wanted to make it sound really important. I talk, we, t- I had, we ended up talking uh-huh. to our boss about it for a while yesterday after the show. We did. B. Arthur. Because you didn't really give her a choice. Well, on whether or not you want to participate in the conversation or not. I just want Pete. Yes, true. I do. I just want people to really think about it and not just like give your gut reaction, which is to be like a clown is scary, but really be thoughtful <laughs> about what like what might be scary about the magician. You're asking a lot of people, Colleen. I asked Don and Alexis today so, after, well, before our show. What is it about this question? What scarier magicians or clowns that really is getting at you? Why do you want people to answer this in what you think is an authentic way? Because all this time, I think I've been looking at clowns and thinking that they are the largest threat to us. But I really, truly believe that magicians are the ones that we should be more frightened of. And they're so magical that they're that we're not even noticing how scary they are. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm saying be suspicious. Of the magician in your midst. Really now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Magicians are frightening. This is going into bad places, Colleen. Why? You keep poking at this question so much. So much. But yet, what kind of answers are you getting? I want to tell you, Colleen, that you were poking at this question and giving magicians such a bad rap that you killed Harry Anderson yesterday. I did not 
not kill Harry Anderson. This is the sad, this was terribly sad news. Harry Anderson, who you remember from Night Court, and died also, tragically yesterday. Colleen Mina and Harry uh. Anderson, noted and well known magician. Oh, In really, fact, he was so awful. into magic that he used to perform it on Night Court as part of his character. And Colleen, you were going after magicians so much that poor Harry Anderson killed over and he passed away, so unfortunately, sad. at the age of 65 yesterday in North Carolina. Really, really sad about this. You should. I texted you yesterday you and did. I told you that you should be feeling shame and about I this. And I did. I did. Because seriously, I love, love Harry Anderson. I specifically loved Night Court. Um, I, you know, this is what I loved about that show. See, now I am sort of pivoting, aren't I? Because the magic, you love the magic. Well, I was going to say you? what I loved about the magic was like the magic was sort of its own specific character, but I still, I just loved him kind of as a comic actor. And he was on, I want to say that he recently was on another show. I watched probably Grey's Anatomy. He was on a night court reunion on 30 Rock. But that was probably oh, I do remember that. seven or eight years ago at this point yeah. in time. Ooh. But I really do remember that he was... Oh, okay, I'm going to look it up. What? Colleen. What? Harry Anderson. Remember Harry Anderson? I do. Noted magician yes. who passed away yesterday at the age of 65. Yeah. He was also in the TV miniseries It. <gasps> he was. That's right. I had forgotten. Yes, he absolutely was in that. So now I'm going to task you with the following. Who's not a, ma- a magician, though? But you need to watch both. You need yes. to watch it because yeah, yeah. it's because it's both of them combined into one thing. This is true. Okay. Um. Yes, you're right. He was at Thirty Rock. I'm trying to. Okay. And in any case, he did have a very storied career. Um. As a magician. As, a, as an actor and a magician who did magic. He was a magician who happened to act. Okay. Can I just also take one moment to have a, a, a an angry about something? Do you know that it's there you can't stream Night Court? I know this. This is upsetting. It is really upsetting. This is such a great show. And now I want to binge watch it. Because, well, now you and can't. I can't. And I can't. And I spoke ill of magicians. And now look where it got you. Now look where it got you. Now you can't remember Harry Anderson on Night Court, but I will say that you can remember Harry Anderson on the short-lived sitcom Dave World, Dave's World, based off of the Dave Barry books. Oh, this is true. You can find some of those on YouTube, okay. which I watched yesterday. Very underrated. See, there you go. So I, <sighs> apo- I want to apologize. I, when I was thinking about magicians, I wasn't specifically thinking about Harry Anderson. And now I would like to apologize for the thoughts and the things I said about magicians specifically because it related to Harry Anderson and now he's passed on. However, I am still frightened slightly by magicians and in answer to Donna's question, magicians or mimes, I'm going to actually say mimes. Wait, you can't do that. Yes, I can. No, you can't do that. Why? Mimes are basically clowns that don't talk. Yeah, but they're like sad and they don't talk. And that's the problem. You're just projecting onto them. Who said that? And they're always in invisible rooms. I mean, mimes are sketchy too. You know what? Listen, mimes, magicians, and clowns, they all kind of belong in a sketchy universe together. All right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you did you want to share anything else about um, Harry Anderson? Because I 
feel like I just totally took over. No, that's that okay. Sad moment. You took over that sad moment. That's okay. We, but we needed to pass. Yeah. We needed to acknowledge his passing because Night Court. I think for us was something that was very important in our childhood. We loved the show, and also he was a talented musician magician er, excuse me yeah i don't know i'm now, just so overcome with grief i do just want to say because it's interesting i i got this news while we were, we were at dinner with our family and i saw it pop up on my phone and i was like what what i it surprised me yes that harry anderson had yeah passed i wasn't away. expecting this either not I at saw all it last night on my phone when i was eating dinner so i handed my phone then over to my husband and i was like oh just read this because it's sad and one of my kids said what happened? And we said, oh, somebody that, that we appreciated as an actor died. And our son, our younger son said, well, what happened? And I was like, oh, I got to look. And so I opened up the article and it and it said that foul play is not suspected, which means that it could have been, you know, anything, but it wasn't that something, mm-hmm. an outside force came in. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think it's hard when you don't have an answer when somebody is 65 years old. Sure. And this was unexpected too. This was mm-hmm. definitely a case where somebody, Harry Anderson, we hadn't been thinking about him in a very long time. I speak for myself and probably for you, Colleen. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really top of mind. However, when he passed, there was a collective mourning on the internet for this person and his talents as a magician. And an actor. As an actor. I also do just want to say that now would be an appropriate time for whoever has their mitts on all the seasons of Night Court. Now would be a really appropriate time to get that out there into the streaming universe. Just slap that show on Hulu. Or, and yeah, like I just, I need to watch Night Court and I can't watch it. And it's very upsetting. Mm. Okay. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, a couple of things we need to follow up. On some breaking news that we broke yesterday during the show, or rather was broken for us, we need to find out where the name True comes from. That is the name of Khloe Kardashian's new baby. And then um, Holly has to work through some office drama. Yeah. After this on My Talk 1071.